the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to the five o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. My telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Well, the whole thing about the classified documents with President Biden, is it really, really a big deal or much to do, uh, much ado about nothing? Uh, are the Republicans pouncing on it simply because the Democrats pounced on uh, Donald Trump? That's it's yet to be seen. Seriously, it's we we just we don't know yet where this is going to go. But it is getting more and more uncomfortable. I think for the Biden administration and those associated with him. Uh, We are getting very, very, very few answers. Uh, When the FBI raided President Trump's house in Florida, it was a full-blown FBI raid. Uh, People at the residence were ordered out. Uh, FBI agents were there. Uh, they were armed. It was it was a it was a full blown raid. When these documents were discovered uh, first at a former office for uh, President Biden back when he was vice president, um, and then found in his garage, and then found in his home and then found in his personal office in his home. The bizarre thing is, the FBI did not demand that they be the ones who searched for the documents. When they found documents who were stored uh, illegally, at the office um, in Washington, D.C., if there was concern that there might be more, why wasn't the FBI out in front of searching the residents and so forth for President Biden? Why was it his personal attorneys who were doing the search? Now, I'm not implying that these people were there burning documents, hiding documents. But the bottom line is, we don't know. The FBI was more than willing to trust Biden, 
officials, Biden attorneys, Biden associates with searching for these documents. Now, I don't think that the FBI should have shown up with 30 people, guns drawn, uh, surrounding the House in Delaware as they did Mar-a-Lago. I think that was totally wrong with Mar-a-Lago. I think it would have been wrong with President Biden's residence. If it was wrong for Trump, it would be wrong for Biden. But it is, to me anyway, it is unthinkable that Biden's staff members were trusted to do a search for classified documents. And when they were found, when the classified documents were found, the attorneys said, well, we don't have security clearance. And so they left, and they brought in people who did have security clearance. What did they see? What did they read? What did they observe? And the answer is, we don't know. Again, it is almost unthinkable. And and by the way, a full month passed, more than a month passed, uh, since the finding of the original documents back the first week of November before the election. And when the other documents were found, common sense would tell you that if there was a concern and the Department of Justice was informed, oh, hey, whoops, we uh, we found some classified documents in a closet uh, in President Biden's former office when he was vice president. You would think that the natural next step for the FBI would be, uh, are there others? And we should search. We should investigate. That was not done. It was left completely up to Biden officials. It's just... It just seems absolutely unthinkable that the FBI did not lead the investigation and FBI agents with security clearance were not present when Biden's attorneys went looking for the documents. It just seems to me unthinkable. Um, What will the special counsel find? We don't know. Uh, We don't know what the special counsel is going to find with the Trump documents. But I said it... um, yesterday, and, and I'll repeat it, from from a layman's perspective, and I keep telling you I'm not an expert on anything, but what I've read and what I've heard, the breach of security for President Biden is far more serious than the breach for President Trump. And let me summarize why, and then we'll take a break and, and we'll move on. The documents at Mar-a-Lago were locked, secured. Most of them were in a locked safe. A locked safe. The Mar-a-Lago estate 
is protected by Secret Service. During the years that Biden took the documents illegally to his home in Delaware, number one, they were not secured in a safe or anything like that. The residence was not secured by Secret Service. And number three, multiple people, many, many people had access. There were dozens, if not hundreds, of people in and out of the office where the documents were found. There were dozens, maybe hundreds of people in and out of the garage next to the Corvette where the documents were found in the garage. They were not secure at all, and they were accessible to many, 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 many people without a security clearance. That was not the case with Trump. Now, it seems that with Trump, there were many, many more, as far as numbers are concerned. But as far as the potential for security leaks, breaches of security, unauthorized people having access to classified documents and some top secret. The danger for that kind of security breach was much greater for Joe Biden than Donald Trump. Again, I don't know whether Donald Trump broke any laws or not. I don't know. But if Donald Trump did, it would seem that Joe Biden broke far more, and it's a much more serious situation. Will the press treat it that way? Of course not. Liberal Democrats? Of course not. Uh, We can only hope and pray that the truth will come out. That's all. In both cases, with Trump and Biden, we should demand the truth. I think that's all any of us would want. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. I think most of us realize how prone kids are to follow fads, how susceptible they are to peer pressure. I mean, look how susceptible adults are to peer pressure. And then you look at kids. Oh, my goodness, when I think of the fads that were present when I was in high school, way back in the dark ages, uh, I did not live in a, in a wealthy area at all. I went to high school in Compton, all right? Not wealthy. Both of my, fam- my, both of my parents worked in uh, factories, and I would imagine most of the kids I went to school with uh, middle income uh, factory workers, but but in order to be part of the in crowd, you had to wear real Levi's, not J.C. Penney's, not Sears Roebuck. No, they had to be real Levi's, 
And not only that, they had to be new Levi's. They had to be stiff as a board. Kids would have their parents put starch in their Levi's. I mean, what a change from that till now. You don't wear new jeans. You wear jeans with holes all over them. It's just nuts. But, I mean, that was a fad. Uh, And my parents were factory workers, and my dad was disabled. My dad dad didn't work a real job from—I was in either third grade or fourth grade. He was in a really bad car accident, and he never worked a regular job after that. So we didn't have a whole lot of money, and my parents couldn't afford the real brand-new Levi's. So I wore J.C. Penny or Sears, and kids made fun of me and so forth. But anyway, it was a fad. And then there were the pegging the jeans. You had to peg the jeans. Some of you know what I mean. And when I was in high school, Pegging is just rolling up the bottom of the jeans in a certain way. We had, and there's no way I can describe it on the radio. I could show you a picture. But there was a certain way that we pegged our jeans. And you were not one of the cool kids unless you pegged your jeans in just a certain way. And then button-down shirts. You had to have a button-down shirt. And I haven't seen one for a long time. But back then... The button-down shirts not only had buttons on the collar in the front, they had one button in the back. One button in the back. And I don't remember which way it was, but if it was buttoned, you had a girlfriend. You were going steady. If it was not buttoned, you didn't have a girlfriend. Or maybe it was the other way around. I, I don't remember. But that's how you could tell whether somebody was going steady or not. You'd walk up behind any guy. And if he was part of the in crowd at all, he had a button-down shirt with a button in the back. And it was either buttoned or unbuttoned. And Anyway, fads. Fads. Why in the world would people wear jeans with holes all over them? They are not comfortable. They aren't. They are not comfortable. And they look hideous. And you just see them everywhere, not just kids, but adults. Oh, my goodness. Why? It's a fad. Now, most of those fads are harmless. It didn't hurt anybody that we wore button-down shirts, you know. It didn't hurt anybody other than your feelings with whether you wore you know, Levi's or whether you wore Sears Roebuck jeans or or whatever, they were kind of harmless fads. But fads they were. Kids have always been susceptible to fads. Why in the world did I go through all of that? There are fads today that are not harmless. They're harmful. We are seeing a skyrocketing number of kids who identify as transgender. Now, most of you know there is no scientific evidence of transgenderism, no scientific foundation, no scientific proof. It is pure. 
100% feelings and emotions. And it is a fad to think that you're non-binary, you are transgender. Why? Because it's popular. It's all over social media. And your friends are doing it. And I have proof. Here is one school district in California, the Davis Joint Unified School District. They now have, a couple of years ago, transgender kids were far, far less than 1%. Now, an average of 6% of the students identify as transgender. 6%. That, by the way, is 4.3 times the national average. 6%. When asked, what is your gender? 6% of 7th graders, 5% of 9th graders, 7% of 11th graders, and 16% of students attending an alternative school said that they were non-binary, something else, or transgender. Now, why are we seeing this rapid rise in the percentage of kids who identify as transgender? It's a fad. Like holes in the jeans. It's a fad. But here's the huge difference. It's harming kids. It's not like other fads. Getting earrings, getting a nose ring, fads. And by the way, nose ring, don't, 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 don't. Anyway, those are fairly harmless fads. Transgenderism is not. Children are having sexual reassignment surgery, puberty blockers, hormone treatments that will impact them for the rest of their life over something that is just a fad. That's all it is. And here's the sad thing. Medical professionals are succumbing to a fad and destroying the lives of children for a fad. Parents are buying it. Politicians are buying it. It's just a fad. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.